I know that you've all been prepared for this, but I thought I'd just remind you just the same. Can you handle that? And we're back for another episode of Invasion of the Potty Snatchers. I'm your host, Vincent Green. He's your host, Noel John Tui. Let's get to it, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, all right, Noel. Right, we just recently visited Fear Street and now we're gone back it to is. the past because we were like, we got inspired. They're like, we want to do time jumps. We do yeah, time we jumps, do time right jumps. And um, so we landed in Berkeley. Back to the fuck you. Yeah, back to 1995, I think it was when this was released, was it? 99, man. 99? Oh, wasn't it? August 1st, 99. 1999, you just looked at the cheat sheet, didn't you? Yeah, like, no, no, it was 99. We were only talking about it being the 22nd anniversary. You gigantic dickhead. It's, like the, it's 22nd anniversary, like three days. You looked at the cheat sheet. You have to look at the fucking cheat sheet. Me no math's good. Me no, no, he doesn't math good. No, no he's right there. Good. But we both word. Yeah, we word pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't math good. I don't math good. I, he math good. What have we got here, Vinny? What's on our plate? All right, so now we got the Blair Witch Project, right? It's a 22-year anniversary you just alluded to a second ago. And we thought we'd uh, look over this motherfucking movie that it seems to weaken in a lot of senses in the general uh, point, of, like in the perspective of the general oh, I, public. I, I have a small pushback on that point, but no, I agree. No, I just mean the quality of the movie itself, yes. uh, the, pers- uh, the perspective of the general public is that it's not as good as the way we used to perceive it when we were growing up. But it is undeniable the um, impact it had. Oh, impact it, was a word that's going to be used quite a few yeah, times. Yeah, you know, in terms of the marketing, in terms of reviving the subgenre of the found footage film. and Starting, really, more than reviving, man. Yeah, well, not really Cannibal Holocaust. And yeah, oh, yeah, no, the, no, no, they, they, no, of course they exist. Cannibal I do feel Vol- that everything Vortex, we've seen going f- uh, in the modern framing yeah of like you know they had the documentary crew who go into somewhere and stuff that that was done before absolutely yeah. but i do feel like the uh there are no actors modern framing of it has been this is what i'm saying a lot of it hasn't aged well I, I said this to you um before we started is that like oh that's quite tropey that's quite tropey <laughs> yeah. that's quite tropey and then i remember thinking to myself why do I think that's quite tropey? I was like, ah, yeah, because they've been doing it since the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, because of the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. yeah. Like, you think of something like Cannibal Holocaust, they, they, they end up running into a, a tribe that ends up com- completely decimating them. But yeah. this one was supernatural. This this was this was a little bit, I think, different, a little bit more copied. Um, American folklore. Granted, actually, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was, really. It was like American folklore, like, because America is... You don't pronounce a K, do you? It's folklore. Uh, folklore. Folklore. Yeah. Folklore, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, the word. I just think, like, um, uh, of all, um, like, America is not a very old society, but like, one thing it's steeped in massively is, yeah, but it's also because it's a melting pot, it's also it's it's neither old and it's also everything from Hungarian, yeah, I just think, to Spanish, to Irish, to African. No, I just mean folklore. that, like, one thing it's that it's steeped in massively is that it's steeped in the fact that witches. Like you look at Basque, yeah. It's the, you know it's the country you think of, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Like, like we like, always say, banshees, Ireland, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, like East Eastern Europe would be vampires, even though again yeah. Ireland, by the way. Well, uh, Bram Stoker. We, yeah, he wrote the story, but he didn't create Vlad. Yeah, Hitler, shut up, Bram Stoker. He, he was a real piece of person, like <laughs> Vlad Dragul. You know the dragon. Oh yeah, yeah. He was a real Bram human. Stalker. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, he fictionalized. No, but you're person. right. It, it is. It is because of course we grew up. 
hearing about and watching films about. Like yeah. Salem's Lot was a film I grew up with. Yeah, that was based on the Stephen King book, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, no, you're right, witches are completely kind of ingrained into American society, especially the northeastern part, you know. And we were talking I'm gonna jump straight to this. I don't know if this is like too too quick to jump up, but it's early in the film. But we were talking about how awesome this was when they were doing the interviews with the locals. Yeah, that was, was a girl parts. that has um this woman, sorry, that has a, a yeah. little girl. Excuse me, I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That was such a pussy sneeze. Was it? I thought it was quite good. No, no, no. A sneeze no? should be like. But she was telling the story, and the little girl, because of course you can't get a girl. Like, I mean, this girl is mm. 26 months old or yeah. something. Strangely enough, that girl then she turned out to be Zendaya. Yeah, no, it's about <laughs> for half a second. But anyway, she's 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 kind of hitting your one on her mouth and going, no, 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 and she was like hitting her ears and stuff, and she just didn't want to hear it. Yeah. And you can't fake that. Mm. So even if I don't, I don't know, I don't know, and I have to say, we were talking about this earlier, were they? I don't know or care if they were people from the neighborhood yeah. or if they were. Re- it doesn't matter because the effect was the same. It seems so real anyway. Yeah, it's like what we said in Sunshine. If it looks real, it is real. Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? And um, so they were talking to locals out fishing. They were talking to the and, and I remember, like, you know, one guy talking about a serial killer that happened maybe 30, 40 years before. Yeah. And that he would have a kid in the corner way to be murdered. Yeah. And he'd butcher a kid because he didn't like having the eyes on him. And it was all it was all just very... But this is the kind of stuff... If you Like, we're, we're both, like, uh, Midland Irish lads. So we grew yeah. up with an awful lot of folklore. Yeah. An awful lot. You remember the devil's chair in Strabley? I remember yeah. like hearing about it. I'm being afraid to go out there because I'd have to send it. And the downs in Port Leash. And the downs in Port Leash. Yeah. yeah, and all these places. And somebody, it had attached a folklore yeah. to it. It's all bullshit. Like. And it, yeah, it could have been 10 years old or a yeah. thousand years old. I don't know. I don't care. It freaked me out. I was a kid. Um, But when they touched on this, I thought like, it's, I, looking back, it's almost the best part of the film. Yeah, it is in a lot of ways. You know, in a lot of ways, yeah, it, was just yeah. like, it just felt like real first-person accounts of just yeah. people telling, like, one guy telling the story about, yeah, no, my, I know the story because my grandmother used to tell me, yeah. and it used to be how they got the kids to bed. Yeah. Because they... The boogeyman the Blair, yeah, the, it was the, yeah, the boogeyman was called the Blair Witch. Yeah, Baba Yaga. Yeah, Baba Yaga, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. And then, of course, the description, and she would be like, a distorted but humanoid face, yeah. a fur yeah. on the arms horse quite hair. tall ho- horse hair yeah. yeah and have would have like a I don't know a shawl whether that be a part of the yeah. body or something that was being worn but all, all very freaky. to me it gave me the like a feel that back in the day there was this witch the witch of Blair and uh, she possessed or influenced different people it's quite similar to Fear Street something we just recently covered that like I think she was possessing these people or influenced these people. This guy that came down for oh yeah, hundred percent. He, he killed people in the same hermit, fashion. He killed like seven seven children, I think it was. Without also. any, well, at least they never touched upon. It wasn't like a, an Edward Gein where we learned so much afterwards about yeah. the psychology. It was just very much the story was yeah. this guy did this. Yeah. How does Ed Gein only have one movie and it's terrible? Yeah, that's a good point. Although, like, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have Silence of the Lambs. We wouldn't have we wouldn't have an awful lot of shit that you don't know was related to Ed Gein. You know what I mean? Yeah, he no, was, but he was his basis. But that movie uh, occurred after Silence of the Lambs and stuff. Just, oh yeah, no, absolutely. Such a weak yeah, movie yeah. for such a strong source material. Thing is, Ed Gein again. I, I, if we're going to get caught in this for a second, Ed Gein wasn't actually an evil character. Ed Gein was one of the few people yeah. who, like, I mean, if you look at the insanity defense. All right, fine, we're doing this. Mm. If you look at the insanity defense 
Daz's shoes. The fact of the matter is, you need, you need to be able to, like, you know, like uh, Bundy and guys like that went for it at certain points. Yeah. And you need to be able to know that you didn't know the difference between right and wrong. Yeah. And Ed Gein actually didn't. Yeah. Like, he used to hang shrunken skulls in his window. Still and people monster, would compliment though. him on him. Oh, yeah, no, still a monster. Mm. But so genuinely disturbed yeah. that he wasn't. He wasn't, he didn't have the smarminess of a Bundy. He wasn't, he didn't do the like broken arm. Uh, can you help get my kayak on the top of my, I have a, uh, you know, a rest for it on top of my car, but yeah. I can't get it up. He, he had none of that. He had none of that charm. Sorry. He didn't really get that what he was doing was wrong on the scale that me and yeah. you would get. Um, but they didn't, but, and again, I think that's why it's up. But this, this film, they never, everything that happened was just folklore. So it either happened or it didn't happen. Because again, this was, I mean, uh, me and you are old enough, especially yeah. me, unfortunately, um, are old enough to remember. I remember that this was the first kind of internet pushed film that I knew of. I'm sure it wasn't the first. It was first the because I, I didn't have the internet in 1999. It was probably one of the first films that had a more impressive marketing campaign than did story. Yes, because I had a friend again, Mel. I think he was the only one who had the internet back then, and he would come and say, "Apparently, this yeah. is like grand," because it wasn't like you had an IMDb. Facebook and a Twitter and an Instagram that would tell you what you think that's found footage Radio, you fucking idiot yeah we were just we were just a bunch of kids in our teens mid-teens yeah and we were just like it's what that's crazy oh, wait, they can't violence. show they can't show like violence on the thing you can't show something yeah, yeah but you don't see any of the violence yeah. so they can you know so that's a loophole and I believe that I think I found out just before I went into it that it was yeah in fact just a film with actors and it was all just yeah. a normal horror film but uh, in the frame of something I hadn't seen before, because I hadn't seen Cannibal Holocaust yeah. at this point. Like It's a movie that um, we, we, we do up cheat sheets, a little bit of research, you know, before we do every episode. But like it, it was meant for somewhere between $200,000 and $500,000. made over 240 million in uh, uh, Yeah, Avengers can't touch those numbers. You know what I mean? Nothing can. Like, nothing can. Uh, nothing uh, ever I mean, will. This is why like Paranormal, acti like, paranormal Activity wouldn't have existed. An awful lot of films. I, I'm not yeah. even going to go into my, I don't know. Yeah, because you can't just say that one exists because of that and that. And that but it won't, but, be, but, people, but people at the whatever. time, you needed, like, you had to have a story, had to have actors, yeah. and they, 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 they showed you a film. This had this was trying to, like, negate the actor side, even though it didn't. Yeah. But it was trying to, yeah. in, in their approach, negate the actor side. Because a lot of their interactions was this, the, the, the very normal. Like, have you ever been out in the fucking wild and somebody, and you got a little bit lost and you start getting a bit pissy? Because I have, yeah, it was. I had that. It had this very normal human reaction. To yeah, things. I've been up to Windy Gap. That's a scary place. That's you know a what scary I mean? place. Yeah. A creepy motherfucking place. Like I, like I understand the jitteriness of being out in the wild and the fact that like you're open, but yet you're. So you said closed. you said twenty minutes ago that we were back to the car and we're further. We're lost. Where we've had, I've had that. So I've had like the Blair Witch yeah. on such a tiny little bitch scale. Yeah. But I remember the nerves. Yeah, I remember the nerves of just not knowing. Yeah. North from south, east from west, where I am or where my next meal is coming from. Yeah, and it's scary. Yeah, and what did you what did you think of the the build up from the way like pretty much we seen three people that like they, they kind of knew each Josh, other. Josh, Mike, and Heather. Yeah, Josh, Mike, and Heather. I think Josh and Heather knew each other, but Mike kind of knew them. Mike was there. Very like much. Mike was there in a very technical capacity. Yeah. Mike was like the gear guy. He yeah. was the guy who brought like the batteries, room. the camera. He had to get all that shit back. He had a job to get back yeah. to. What was the dat? What? The, what? What's a dat? <laughs> they keep saying dat the whole way through. I do not. Yeah, know. I was like, what the fuck is the dat? <laughs> um, here's the thing. One yeah, of the strangest moments of the film, I have to say. I you know when Mike kind of admits that he kicked the the, 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 the <laughs> 
map away. Yeah. If, if it was me and I did that shit, I, will, I, I eventually it got to a point where I'm like, I'm taking that shit to my grave. Yeah. Which, 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 which is fairly <laughs> soon. But I fucking... No, I'm not saying shit about the map. Not now. <laughs> do you have the map? I just feel better if you if you had if you you have the. Do you, do you, no, but but do you have the map? And like Heather, uh, fuck off. Yeah. At one point, I think he says, "No." At one point, he walks away from her and he flips her the bird. Yeah. He just says, "Fuck off." As in, he's not even having this conversation. That yeah. was Josh. Not even having this conversation anymore. What did you think of? Do you think they built it up nicely, like, um, in terms of the interviews at the start? And the lead into the part where they go into the woods of Burkittsville. And do you think they build up the eeriness of the whole thing nicely? Yeah. I, I also thought, like, at the same time, because if it's going to be found footage, um, it can't all it can't mm. be as smooth storytelling as a scream or as a or even a nightmare on the street or or, or, or a Friday thirteenth or anything, because it's not at times you've had like like I remember the first time Mike starts getting pissy with Heather. Yeah. He's like, You said, no, let me tell you what you said. You said if we keep walking this way for two fucking hours, that we'd get to such and such a point, and we're not fucking there, Heather. And I and I I felt like it just jutted. Coffin rock. Yeah, but that's the way it would be, wouldn't it? Because you don't like, especially you'd only be recording yeah. certain aspects, and you wouldn't know whether that would be in the in the form of story. You don't know whether that would be the best time to cut or, it or not, because it wasn't supposed to be cut a story. Get, yeah, and in the end of the day as well, like this is found footage, so maybe some of the footage is destroyed. Exactly, and this, but it had that it had that I mean, feeling like, where, yeah. like, I felt like their moods shifted like at one point extremely quickly. Yeah, because like they they gone from staying in a, a motel like really before, and they're all like yeah. they're all just drinking, drinking from the same nagging of whiskey, and yeah. they're, they're kind of like let's not drink too much. We got a big day ahead of us tomorrow, yeah. and they're joking, and they're they're a bunch of like twenty uh, something year olds, yeah. uh, and they're on their first big break. And I I I, I remember looking back at it all these years later, and uh, when she was just like, "We are here." <laughs> and I thought it cool, cool TV voice. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I never do, and I, I felt to me Hamming all these like, years parody. Yeah, it felt parody to me, yeah. even though at the time I wouldn't have thought so. But again, I've seen phone footage so many times that yeah. it just feel. But like I said, so many times I felt like trope, 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 and then I went wait. That wasn't trope in 1999. Yeah, it was, not in 1999. Yeah, it wasn't they could, trope. They get birth well researched and uh, dead. Fucking researched and changed. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, again, like Cannibal Holocaust didn't have that. Yeah, I met I met the director Ricardo Diodata. I met him face to face, an absolutely lovely man. And yeah. I, I do, and I do, I do actually give him credit for like really creating something really special. And I do get like almost like Wes Craven did with Scream. Wes Craven did not by any stretch of the imagination make the first slasher at all. Yeah, he just but he took it, it and he modernized it. Yeah, and this was modernized because. Back then, you, okay, and we didn't all have we didn't have phones, let alone camera phones. Yeah, but we did have like I had moments of my life recorded from way before nineteen ninety nine. We did have cameras. Sometimes we just took them out and we recorded very innocuous moments of our lives. Yeah, and a lot of this felt like there were innocuous moments of their life, but then sh- really crazy shit was happening around it. Yeah, so as small as three little piles of rocks outside of their campsite, and then Heather being accused of having built them. To, to 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 kind of like push the story of what she was going for. Yeah. So it did have that like it, it was a great film for manic distrust of what of the people around you. Yeah. As in like fuck, I, I'm not out here with three people. I'm out here alone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think it's because that's such a distrust of their environment that it manifested itself in distrust of one another. But exactly, but like like, mm. like don't get me wrong, like me and you, neither of us are religious people, far from it. Mm. And also 
So if I went somewhere like this with you and we camped and I woke up the next morning and there was something that inside of the laws of physics could not be explained, yeah, I would. And let's just say, just for, for the sake of the argument I'm trying to make, if it was just me and you and I know I didn't do it yeah, and I know I didn't do it, you did. Yeah. That's the only explanation. It's like that whole thing, like, uh, <laughs> do you remember in the elevator, Peter Griffin, when he farts? You did it. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Like, it's like, what, what did you think of the way they built up the look? Like, when I watch this movie back, like, you're unsettled from the first interview. Uh, like, you know what I mean? I think that's the one thing it does. It, like, it's a very minimalist, uh, minimalistic movie. And like, you know, it's shown in the budget, even though the budget looks massive to me or you, but in terms of filmmaking, it's quite a small budget, 200 to $500,000 whatever. And it, um, I don't know, man, it was a drop in the water. Yeah, exactly. Here's here's the thing. Um, when you decide you're going to make a film, everyone talks about like a film costing $100 million or a million dollars. But let me tell you about that first million dollars. Mm. That's just, just getting the people to show up. Yeah. Like everyone's like uh, Hellraiser. I think the first Hellraiser it meant for like less than two million dollars, like yeah, one yeah. million, one point maybe something million dollars, and uh, that's just like you need a, such a quality camera. You need a director on site. You need a crew on site. Permits, uh, yeah, exact permits and stuff like that. That first million disappears. Like when you talk with something like an Avengers of two hundred million dollars, I guarantee that first two million dollars, nobody knows where it went. Yeah, that was getting like uh, filters for the camera. That was getting lights. Printing out the paper for the yeah. Contracts. That was no. That was higher in the lorries that you yeah. needed or the trailers that you needed. Yeah, that disappears. So that first million yeah. is nothing. Yeah, it's, it's big, literally yeah. just getting you off the ground. Feature, yeah. This is meant for hundreds of thousands. And again, even in '99, it's just silly. It's absolutely no money whatsoever. Even for what we saw, it's still no money whatsoever. Because mm. obviously the actors themselves weren't getting paid. Because, you know, like, whatever, you watch it again in Avengers and talking about multi-million dollars, nobody signed on for less than $10 million or so. Yeah. Uh, so that's whatever. That's $70 million before you get your... your before, before you get to your Robert Downey Jr. Be, yeah, before you get to your Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. It was another $70 million. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, that first million is nothing. And they did it for a fraction of that. And you have to tip your cap. Yeah, that's one thing I loved about this movie. Like, it, uh, it was so minimalistic, but it, it used everything to maximum effect. Like, where you have, like, the interviews at the start, um, that the way they, they kind of build through, like, they reveal a little bit more and more and more of the lore of the, the myth of the Blair Witch, like, you know what I mean? Like, through each little interview, you get more and more and more unsettled. And it's like, the closer they get to the woods, the more they gets revealed about the Blair Witch but itself. This- I always like we were talking about this because we were we were uh, like when me and you tried to write a bit as well and we were kind of going what we loved about this was that when you hashtag river bones hashtag river bones um, <laughs> but when you get into what we did what you have to realize on second viewing especially well for me I'd seen bits and pieces of Blair Witch many times in different like various formats but I realized I hadn't sat down and watched the movie yeah like start to finish as one movie in since i went to in the cinema yeah 22 years ago but um but you you have to realize that they were in the witch's power the witch's spell the witch's magic the the the, the, the juxtaposition of it, of uh comp- like they were blaming heather but the second they went deep enough into that forest they were inside of the blair witch's yeah. belly in a way the, uh by the time they knew they'd gone too far, it was already too late. Way too late. Yeah. And it was way late in the film um, where Mike yeah. literally realises that because there's a part where he crosses the stream and Mike, I think he falls. Yeah. And you don't see him fall because the camera cuts in. And again, this is this is done well because the camera, 
like ideally if you went on a holiday and you said oh i'm going to capture loads of this for my friends back home yeah. you wouldn't capture every minute because we're weird and yeah because it's life and because the city well, battery life as well well battery life yeah well actually i remember they made a joke i was watching this to have enough battery or whatever something about power in a small country uh, yeah, yeah that, that's a good that's clever writing i even said that to exactly to yeah. set it up well, at the same time, they were like, Michael's like, oh, I'm after falling on my arse and that. And so, so, but I realized later, you realize when they come across this particular stretch of lake again, yeah. that that's like why it's stuck in his head so much. Like he tried to walk across this fallen tree, yeah, kind of like the stalk of the tree and he fell on his arse. And that's why he remembers it as in it wasn't just, it wasn't just like a particular shape rock. He goes, no, 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 right here, right here. Yeah. We were here. Two days ago, yeah, we were fucking not just what do you make of them walking in circles constantly instead of following the river? And they start, yeah. Well, actually, the thing is, I, I, I like the thing Walk is, you straight. got well, all I know is, like, again, yeah, they always say, like, follow a river that, that's yeah. kind of like a survival tool. But when you have a map and you know which way is due north, and if you keep walking that way, you're supposed to get, yeah, like, eventually, you're supposed to get to wherever north leads and they have a you're well. yeah, yeah, you're supposed to get to wherever east leads, wherever west leads, yeah, that's just. That's just the way it is. So if you've done That's something just wrong, the way like, it is. There's <laughs> a never peep never the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, you had me break out my amazing vocals. Um, but uh it was they were blaming Heather. Heather drove me fucking mad, by the way. Yeah. Heather, like, oh my god, you mad. said it, you said it, I'm I gonna go. probably kill her about day two. Day two, I probably would have Yeah, I would have been like, are we even lost? I'm going to kill him. Would have been like that whole, like, I'm so sorry scene. And just a bag over the head. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't have been apologizing. I'd be like, you deserve this. Yeah, not, not, no jury would have convicted you. Yeah. Heather was driving, driving me crazy. Yeah, I'd be like, the footage is there. And they like, look at yeah. it and be like, yeah, that bitch never showed up once with that man. Yeah. She never showed up once. Yeah. <laughs> Judge, I've been doing this for 30 years, but like, that bitch never shut up. <laughs> yeah, like, not even once. Yeah. And I would like to condemn her family for allowing her to get to this stage in her life without killing her. Yeah. <laughs> and weren't they like so poorly equipped to go into the woods as well? But like, the thing is, it was supposed to be a smash and grab. In fact, yeah. like, half the story was supposed to be when they got the lore and then they were just supposed to go, like, here's where... It's all they had, like, two points. I think yeah, it was only get, two points. Get to Coffin Rock and get your story and get the fuck out of Dodge. Yes. Mm. And, but they didn't realise that no matter what they did, they were already... They were already outside of what they would... What we would understand or they would understand or anyone would understand yeah. the space and time. Yeah. They space were... Space time is how many legs is it? <laughs> but they were inside a loop. Yeah. Of some description. Like a fairy ring in Irish lore. Exactly. In yeah. Irish lore, it's a fairy ring. Yeah. Um, and they were inside of one. And and again, they were they were shitting on Heather, getting really frustrated, which again, if all if you were in their scenario, you would too. You're you're our navigator. Yeah. Because Mike at one stage, Mike's given like she's the reason they're there anyway. Yeah, Mike's given shit and he takes the he takes the map and he goes, I'm gonna be honest. I this is Greek to me, I think is the way he worded it. Yeah. He goes and he goes so I'm trusting you. Yeah. So he gives it back and to be fair for a time he like shuts the fuck up because he knows that I don't know what's going on but I know that with me with the map doesn't make things any yeah. better. This is but, but like the, the end of day two when she said uh, oh I think we should make camp. Yeah. We're not going to make it back to the, no we're, we'll make it back to the car real quick it's just going to get dark real quick and you're thinking no this is where they start to fray. Yeah. This is where they start to actually lose their shit. And understandably so. Yeah, I just think uh, Heather's a bit of a control freak and she tried to maintain control. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. 100%. 100%. And she just had no control. Like, as soon as they... But you can see when Mike, when Mike sees the same um, stretch of, of, of uh, 
whatever land of lake or whatever. Yeah. And she goes, Mike, no, it's Pretty not the kidding. same. And she goes, it's not the same. And then the third time she said, she cries, it's not the same. But then she kind of goes, she walks by and she pans the camera onto the literal uh, piece of wood that they'd used across the lake. And yeah. she goes, oh, oh God, it's the same. Yeah. She, it's the same. Yeah. As in, she's been lying to herself. But like, I've, I've often like, through like music experience or just personal experience, you, sometimes I... I used to be in a band that I always like kind of give out about the the ringleader and the main songwriter of the band. But the fact of the matter, I always said, I always had to give him the credit is that if it wasn't for him kicking us up the arse, yeah. that we wouldn't actually be getting anything done. Yeah. So while there was all, like, we joke, we met Hitler jokes as in like absolute control for absolute yeah. fucking maniac. And he had a pension for genocide. And a, pan, uh, a pension for genocide. Yeah. But he, at the same time, without him. Yeah. So you need maybe you needed a header, and in a normal circumstance you would, because in a normal circumstance, if you headed due north, you'd end up wherever due north is. Yeah, but that wasn't. Do you the case think here. they were trapped as soon as they went in there, or is as it soon? Well, I, I think there was. The I think there was a certain point because everyone I noticed that everyone conveniently said uh, of the that they interviewed in the town that like, oh yeah, like I mean, I don't go. I, up I don't there. go up there. Yeah. I don't go up there. Yeah. And it was even like to, to talk to someone who's a hunter, and he's like, oh, I don't go that deep. And yeah. Then to talk to like a. I don't know if it's supposed to be a father and son fishing, yeah. but like a, a much older I think it's man. Two uh, friends, I think. Yeah, whatever. It was a much older man yeah. and a younger man. Two lovers, were, maybe. Two lovers, maybe. You know what? Two lovers. Two lovers. That's I what so. I think they were, and that's yeah. fine. Hashtag progressivism. Hashtag progressive. But uh, but at the same time, I think they just got to a point where that's just not where people go. And it was always this thing where you kind of like, um, do you ever be? I'm kind of one of these people where uh, you ever think I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in any blah this or that and the other. But do you not believe in ghost stories? No, John. No. Well, you should because you're in one. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like there's certain things, like there's certain things I wouldn't do at a church. Yeah. You know that well, kind like of jerk off or something. Uh, well, uh, don't want to go there. Well, because the priests do a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. I did vomit on the church once, but I, 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 yeah, I sculled a bottle of vodka mm -hmm. trying to impress people. Oh, and I got it down with me, and then I just started, like, literally. Did, did, did a priest church. bring you off to one side and said, Drink this vodka and you'll impress me? Yeah. yeah it, was, it was. It was. Vod it was vodka. Yeah. It was. It was, it was vodka. It was vodka. <laughs> did you make you drink his holy water? Yeah. Um, uh, but what's called it? Like, so. Noel, before we go to the break, because we're getting up to that about that time, um, do you want to say anything else? Because pretty much we talked a bit about the story of Blair Witch, and we'll kind of get back into that a bit more in the second half of the show. But like the main strength of this show, the movie, was the marketing campaign. The fact that they believe, made everyone believe that Heather, Josh, and Mike were really dead. And like and Heather, Josh, and Mike played Heather, Josh, and Mike. Yeah, and it was like seven months or something, I think, to stay out of the public eye. Until yeah. the movie released, and then they got awards, and then they showed up at the award ceremony or something. But like, what did you make of? Like, do you think we'll ever get a movie? Like, because of the age of the internet, I don't think no, it's not no, redoable. No, no. That's it? what I mean. Like, it's like you know, don't get me wrong. We live in an age of different information. Yeah, the, the likes of which we've never seen. We are Earth. Uh, Earth is flat, and space isn't real. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like information works both ways. Yeah, I know. I found a lot of truth. In and that disinformation. Earth is definitely flat. Oh, well, the Earth is flat. Really. Like one hundred percent. I'm giving out about people believing that yeah, Australia is real. Globalists. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, hashtag yeah, flat Australia Earth is real, flares. and even though my brother lives in Australia, my brother's a crisis actor. Yeah. Um, but well, he's obviously just on the left of the world. Yeah, exactly. He's just on the on left. The left. You know what I mean? But I know I don't think to go back to it, no. I just don't think they can because uh, see, you have to understand. I was getting this information from my friend who had the internet. Yeah. 
that doesn't exist days. now. Yeah, exactly. You you have a ten year old daughter who has the internet. Yeah, and I, I, as an individual. Yeah. So even if even Thanks when all the perverts have got a ten year old daughter who has the internet and all genes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, yeah. She's nine, by the way. <laughs> who's known as ass? No. <laughs> but like I know, but I'm just saying it was like even when even when one of my mates did, like he had it in his house. Yeah, as in he had access. I don't Google it. Yeah, third party exists. information. Third party information, and and that that was the best information at fifteen. Yeah, that I was getting, so I believed it, and that was yeah. fine. But it it now no. Yeah, it's no. like it's like no matter how man, uh, how real they make something look, we're never going to believe it. Well, even uh, you know, it makes me think of. Do you remember um si- uh, Simon Pegg? Yeah, it does was doing Scotty on the Star Trek. Star Trek. And he, there was so much like hush hushness about that that he was on. I know Kimmel Fallon, the smart, but one of those, and um, and and they were saying, "Can you give me some of your Scottish accent?" Yeah, and he said, "I can't even do that because I would get my face hooted off." Yeah, and he joked about it, but he wouldn't do it. But like again, it would only be asking a dude to do a Scottish accent, yeah, good or bad, uh, just do it for fun, and he wouldn't like he wouldn't do a Scottish accent just generally, let yeah. alone his Scotty. Uh, because that's that's how cloak and dagger you now yeah. need to be. But the thing is, even with all these NDAs and all this cloak and dagger, like everything gets out. Oh, yeah. no, everything, everything yeah, gets I mean, out. Yeah, but back in the but day, that wasn't the case. They've been moved to studios from studio to studio on the same block by uh, like trucks, by yeah. covered truck. Like they were being like literally put on them and moved to another studio, yeah. and they were they were they were being like ushered off, and that's what it took. Now back then, it did not take that. Yeah, it did. Like you said, they went. AWOL, but it's not like they, their their social media didn't go dark because they didn't have social media. Exactly, yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, everybody has a camera now because everybody has a everybody, phone. Everybody has a camera. Yeah. In fact, I was just saying this to you. Like, I mean, I, I, you know, the whatever the iPhone we're up to now, twenty five X one, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. That has a better quality camera than what we were looking yeah, at. iPhone and days it, of future past. I, iPhone <laughs> days of future past. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like that film. It did break ground, and yeah. you can't. And you have to. I, I, I try to see the thing is, it kind of didn't age well, yeah. But you can't put that on the film, yeah. That's what recording looked like. If you weren't, if you weren't James Cameron, it's, or if it's you an, weren't, it's not a problem that, um, before we go to the break, but it's not a problem with a lot of modernistic found footage films. Is uh, I've read this somewhere, like, I'm not going to say it's my original talk, but like, the, the quality of camera is so good now that it makes it look less real in a sense because you have a high def camera all the time yeah, so I've, it looks uh, like yeah, a futuristic it, or whatever you know it looks like it's a feature it looks like it's i've also got whatever. used to it i remember going to my 4K sister's house. now even like yeah i remember going to my sister's house and she was the first person i knew that had a 4k tv yeah and uh they threw on a game of football i kind of joked i said it looked like a a, a window yeah as in i was there was a game of football on and i just remember i think i could have walked i said i was i could walk up and slap the player in the back of the yeah. head oh, as in, it didn't just, yeah <laughs> but it just it, it looked that real to me yeah. now my eyes have i guess have become spoiled over a period of time yeah. but i remember just thinking that is like a window to me it's actually bizarre yeah but now of course you're spoiled and you climatized but yeah so at the time it was bleeding edge and now it's not and you can't put that on a film yeah especially not a film that was Trying that, to show off its bleeding edge. like saying, oh, look, the exorcist, that's old tropes. Well, that's because it created the tropes, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that's like, it, Jay. You can't yeah. hold it to that. It's not fair to hold yeah, it to that. It's, yeah, it's yeah. like cutting it for its time. Exactly. And that's all it can be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like saying, like, uh, uh, the thing, 
it takes a poor example because it looks so good still. The thing is so good. <laughs> so good. Um, but no, right. So before we kind of finish off breaking down, because we kind of spoke a bit about the marketing and the way they built up the lore and the kind of general tone and atmosphere of the movie in the first half of the show. But before we break down in the actual, the, the gore and the meatiness and shit like that, um, what happens to Josh, Mike and Heather? Uh, do you want to go for a few minutes break and we get the fuck out here? Yes. All right, cool. So, all right. Thanks for uh, joining us. And this is the Invasion of Potty Snatchers. I'm your host, Vincent Green. He's your host. No, John Tui. No, John Tui. And we'll be back after the break with more Blair Witch Project. And we'll see you soon. And we'll return to Burkittsville after you hear from our sponsors. Always carry a box of Irish matches. You never know when you'll need them. And um, we're back from the break. This is Invasion of the Potty Snatchers. I'm your host, Vincent Green. He's your host. Well done, Tui. And, and um, we're, we, last time you joined us, we were kind of getting stuck into the, the whole Blair Witch thing. We're getting deep into the woods of Burkittsville. And um, we talked about the market employees, the, the fucking the productions and shit like this. And we talked about how to build up the lore and the myth of the Blair Witch before they actually took, you know, their first steps actually into the woods of Burkittsville. And then we talked about how they got lost and, you know, the, the kind of natural human reaction to blaming Heather because she was technically the reason they were out there, but they, they were in above their heads before they even knew they were in above oh, their yeah, heads. Yeah, you know? yeah. They didn't realise the physics had gone out the window and she was just a scapegoat for that. Which, again, which she would be. Yeah. Because... Fuck you, dude. Like, yeah, it's just, said, yeah, yeah, it's just your lightning rod because, like, it's like if like me and you go out anywhere and we got lost really badly, if you brought me out there, I'm gonna blame you immediately. There's always a thing as well about um, the talent, as in the talent being the person in front of the camera. Yeah, it's like this is you making your name. I'm I'm a dude uh, yeah. who is just trying to get a paycheck. Yeah, is I'm a dude who got a camera and blah 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 X Y and Z together. And I'll be doing this for like ninety more people. This is where you make your name. Yeah, my name will be on the credits. But like there was this fuck you because she obviously we kind of became obsessed about she did say to be fair that she was using it as a coping mechanism yeah to just record yeah and the guys were kind of going well no fuck you what this actually is is your vanity project yeah and your ego absolutely completely out of control again lightning rod i think was a good way of putting it to yeah. be fair like yeah um, again, like she turned out to be responsible. Like I found her very annoying, but she also turned out to not be responsible for um, like pretty much anything. Yeah. Once they got to point, once they get to the part where they knock the rocks, I think that's when they're fucked. Yes. It's kind of like in Bone Tomahawk. As soon as they fuck with that Indian burial ground, you you're marked for death. You know what I mean? Like I just think it's that kind of thing. Like where they got to a stage where. And maybe they might have made it back if they hadn't have fucked with anything, but like they knocked the rocks yeah. and then. Bone Tomahawk was kind of supernatural, but it didn't. It didn't like physics didn't exist. Yeah. It didn't seem like it just. Again, this this was supernatural in the super like. Yeah. There was huge amounts of magic or whatever. I'm just going to use the word magic because I don't have a yeah, word. Wicked. The occult and all that yeah. kind of jazz, but um, it was already in play. Yeah. Uh, Bond Tomahawk, they walked right into the belly of the beast. But yeah. it is a good, it's still a good comparison. Well, I just think, you know, at the start, you know, uh, Sid Haig's character and David Arquette, when they fuck with the Indian burial ground, and the reason um, the the troglodytes followed them into the town is because they desecrated their burial ground. They killed Sid Haig and then they followed David Arquette into the town. Um, and I think that maybe if you did, the fact that you trespass is bad enough, but the fact that you trespass and then you start like desecrating shit in the eyes of your killer or pursuer. I think that just amplifies the whole thing because I think they might have maybe they might have been tolerated being there because if you look at the MO of the person the killer is usually children so I might have tolerated them being there the fact that in the eyes of this fucking crazed witch or whatever the madman serial killer 
they desecrated. Like she fucking took one of these. Imagine seeing all this shit hanging around the woods, and she's like, oh, "I'll take one of them back with me. I'll take one of them back with me." Yeah, you know what I mean, like shit like that. I just think like the fact that they desecrated the place in the eyes of whoever. Well, you know, I look. You know, it takes me back to what an actual human moment I had in the nineties, and that was going through a graveyard and a girl that we were there with picking up a little bunny that was on a child's grave and thinking it was cute to walk off with it. And yeah. I remember, I remember, I, 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 you're never proud of bullying, but I screamed at that woman until yeah. she cried because I never felt true and utter disgust. Yeah. Like utter disgust. Yeah, it was a furry bad and thing I'm not to even, do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been trying to be fine, but like, I remember feeling such absolute utter disgust that yeah. I lost myself. Yeah. And I'm not proud of that. And it was only words. Yeah, back. I would have drop kicked that bitch. I would have drop kicked that bunny right over fucking yeah. hand. That's but what at the same done. time, I just felt that because that's just not something you should do. Yeah. Um, I even like you ever like you know you go to cemetery Sunday and you're trying to walk along the like the brim of some graves and you realize yeah. people are standing on the stones. And I'm not a religious person yeah. at all, and, I, and now I have this like kind of like don't. don't yeah, that's don't, ingrained in me too. You don't so walk across do graves because yeah. it's you someday. Yeah. And I don't know if I want some do. Well, I'll be shot into space. No big Bezos style, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, maybe taxpayers won't have to pay for it. Oh, political. Political hour. Invasion we need like a soundboard. It goes political. Yeah, invasion of the political snatchers. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but to be back on topic, you have to understand. Like at the same time, it, it kind of falls. Like obviously this is that on a nuclear scale. Where you sometimes you talk about like that's great and then you that's compare your ground and you're kind of thinking it's just like, it's the way i feel about fucking the way they dug up shit in egypt they're kind yeah. of like no like do you no. think like as Leave soon the as, fuck alone. As soon the as fuck they alone. go deep enough into the woods of Burkesville that they're lost forever no matter what they do or do you think that's the as soon as they desecrate the stones that they're putting some sort of spell by the witch itself no i i i i, I think it was a geographical thing i think her influence like let's just say spread 500 meters a thousand meters do you not think it could be a case of she puts them under some sort of enchantment that they just keep walking in circles well i guess actually to be honest with you if you want to put me on the spot i think that's probably a conversation you could just have over and over because mm. it was a uh, all it was was a results game yeah. all i know is they kept walking one direction to yeah. get back to you know the opposite direction of where they had gone. But do you think maybe get, she put them under some sort of spell that made them just keep walking? Possibly. Circles, you know what I mean? Because especially when Josh goes missing, you don't know why you went missing. He, like Josh was Josh disappeared in the she night. She could have just like came in and enchanted him. Enchanted him out. Yeah, him we, out I don't know. And I love that we don't know. Yeah. And I love that to this day it's never been explained. Yeah. But as um, you said earlier, as soon as Josh started screaming, I'm like, I'm out here. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Sorry Josh. Yeah, no. Oh, dude. Yeah. Help me. Help. Oh, man. Oh, that uh, sounds rough. <laughs> Josh, I'm a big believer in independence. Yeah. I think you yeah. should help yourself. Because yeah. if I help you now, then you'll never learn how to get with yeah, I'm, I'm quite right wing, Josh. Yeah. I, I'm a, I was raised to believe that you pull yourself up by your bootstraps yeah. and fight the witch. The yourself. Lord says... Yeah, help those who help themselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I trip over rock. Josh, I tripped. <laughs> yeah. Josh, where no, are uh, you? <laughs> Josh, what was your favorite film again? That's what I would be doing. But like, I mean, again, it has this whole. I do. I did love the desperation because I always thought the thing that this film did well. I thought it then. I thought it now is that you don't jump to. We now exist outside the laws of space and time. And that we're ultimately doomed and we're heading towards a cataclysmic event. That they can't be. It can't. Yeah. You have to believe. Like, I mean, they're, they're, it's a forest. It's yeah. scary. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah. 
But I, I mean, again, not being a I believer in the supernatural, I, I, I would never. It would take so much for me to be in a forest. I would, if I, I would have to walk forward for six hours and undeniably end up back where I started. Yeah. For me to be start to believe in anything like that, I would. Yeah, I would. And and I wouldn't that, jump there. I just couldn't go there. What would you do with that? Even at that, you'd be the same as with the tree. Them are like they put it down to human error. You won't put it down to geographical exactly, oddities, spiritual. I, I remember oddities, a friend. Yeah, I remember a friend, my Simon, um, saying that he didn't realize that um, um, Amsterdam is is built in a very circular fashion. Yeah, it's like streets, but they ultimately go around the yeah, block because he he felt like he was going this way, and he just kind of followed. But because it's such a massive loop, and yeah. we're talking, it took him six hours to do it, yeah. five hours to do it, something like that. But when he got back to his hostel, he yeah. believed it. he was like fucking hell. Because again, like it's a, it's a, like a, a one degree yeah. turn. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so insanely yeah. small. I've been down and down. over such an insanely long period yeah. uh, of uh, such, such an insanely long piece of road that you would be forgiven for always get the impression that you're walking the one wrong, bleh, the one way. Yeah. It can happen. So yeah, I would put it down to like, like here's the thing. I I am such I I'm so steeped in horror movies. But I've never ever experienced from anyone experienced yeah. anything that absolutely that I believed that is completely outside of the experience. And, and then the day you'd be like uh, the same thing the header says, it's so hard to get lost in modern day America, she says. She, but she said that in nineteen ninety nine and she's yeah, right. Yeah, she I mean, said like my girlfriend's waiting. But, yeah, like my like girlfriend, Ireland's like, much Josh smaller. was like, I have a girl like my girlfriend's kind of when I don't get on it, especially because he didn't have like now we have satellite phones. You could call yeah. somebody from the top of um mount everest literally um yeah. but uh but she was like when i don't show up whatever about me not being where i said i'd meet her if i don't show up at all or even call yeah because yeah they're going to be looking for me no Josh, i don't think Josh they were in that. the John, yeah that's what i mean yeah. but like but i don't think they were i don't even know if they were on earth in in you know like i i don't know if they were in like i don't know if you would i put it this way i don't know if you would flown a helicopter over that exact region that you would have found them. No, I, I think... You know what I mean? I think they were outside... No, I don't think it was, like, outside of, like, a uh, space and timer. I think, uh, like, the more I look at it, the more I think about it is, I think they were put under some sort of enchantment or that area is under some sort of enchantment. But they just keep walking in circles. I don't think they exist outside of space, time, or whatever Sammy likes to say. So they were all... Well, what... It makes, I, just think well, I just, would ask that. I said, like, why, uh, why tie with them that much? Because you're in my territory and you desecrated my sacred things. I hold these well, rocks no, to be she, sacred. She got off on murder, so I, I, I don't think it was... No, yeah. was it she? Was it him? Was it the bl- witch through the guise of this man? Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, I just think that you get to a certain stage that there's this area that might be under some sort of, like, black magic occult enchantment. I always thought, how would I do it if it was me? And I always thought, like, <laughs> you know, when she goes down into the basement and she sees Mike in the corner, yeah. I would have done, have you seen the flash kick by Guile? <laughs> in, in uh, the Street Fighter series, yeah. I, I would have probably done had done the flash kick because you know because the, the witch is coming up behind you, so yeah. I would have done a flash kick. See, the flash kick is completely three sixty assault. Yeah. Um. So I would have jumped up and I would have either perhaps on the first swing got it if it was coming at the front. Yeah. And if not, kicked it even worse in the back of the neck. Yeah. Killing the witch. Oh, killing blow, of course. I was furious with Heather for not having learned. Yeah. As I have the flash kick. And the fact that she was in like the late 90s, that knowledge was readily available. That knowledge 
Come on. Street Fighter 2 have been out for years. You know, it was oh, clearly God, there. It makes me angry. Like, the problem is that continues on. Like, the you of back then and the you today, they just don't make, they don't avail of the information. It's directly I think she probably, maybe, maybe had a dragon punch in her. Yeah. But, like, does that cover all angles? Uh, no, all, not in a tight Hence, space. Not in a tight space. The flash kick. The flash kick, of course, because you've got a tight area. You know your enemy's going to come around from mm. behind you. You've seen that Mike is in the corner. You know it's MO. You know there's prediction for attacking people and putting other people in corners. Yeah. So immediately, I would have leaned on the flash kick. And I don't know how, how to say, Assassin's Lucan! Uh, so I don't know yeah. what that, what the, even the, the, the bicycle <laughs> kick thing would have even been. Yeah, but I just take a header goes, Lucan! And then like a, a quick flash kick. Better and, ending. Yeah, better ending. It's just a stronger movie all around. Stronger movie, movie yeah. all around. Street witch, the Street Witch Project. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. <laughs> Blair Witch, round one. Yeah. Fight! Fight! <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the tagline. <laughs> no, but here, the Witch Fighter Project. <laughs> but this is what we were talking. We were talking recently when we did uh, when we did Fair Street, uh, Fear Street, excuse me. Should we do uh, Street Fighter? I think we should do Zero. I think we should do Street Fighter. Computer game? I have, an inter- I have a very interesting tidbit of Street Fighter. It'll break your heart. Yeah, go Are ahead. you ready for it? Yeah. Raul Julia, um, who played Bison, yeah. was dying of stomach cancer at the yeah. time, and he knew it. So he let his kids pick his last role. Yeah. They picked Street Fighter and then he went in and he got as much money. Like instead of going like, you know, like usually you go in and kind of go like, I want $5 million. And you're kind of going, well, such an actor will do it for four. And then you negotiate. Yeah. He went in, he let his kids pick the project and then he bled them for every goddamn penny they're worth. And he left that money to his family. Raul Julia's M. Bison was an homage a little honour to his family he didn't give a fuck about the role he didn't give a fuck about so being you're shit. saying Wednesday and Pugsley Adams picked M. Bison as the role for all Julia I hate you for this they did it did how dare you invoke my probably all time uh, Christina Ricky. yeah I've never thought like that we'd end up here with an Adams family joke but here we are <laughs> but um <laughs> Uh, so no, like and it's not even Wednesday. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's Friday with the magic of cinema. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. yeah. we were we record and release on Fridays. Yeah, and it's what we do. It's, it's all live, man. It's all live. <laughs> but um, anyway, let's just jump. Josh, go. I'm, I'm going to jump to. Yeah, I want to talk about talk. Uh, sorry to cut question, but let's talk about the killings. Let's talk about the death of Josh that leads to them following and being berated by his fucking screams of torment. And in the abandoned house that nobody in their sane mind will go into, and in Mike and Heather's demise. So, no, what do you think of the, the, the deaths of the three main characters, and in that order, Josh, Mike, Heather? Or right, maybe uh, Josh, Heather, Mike, because Mike is. Yeah, the right. Uh, Josh, Heather, Mike is correct, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I look, again, I always thought I was very brave, as always. Brave should be a word that's used for actual things. Hashtag right? brave, hashtag stunning. You know what I mean? Like, I think, you know, uh, but, I, <laughs> but uh, I, I thought it was a fucking ballsy move that Josh, when Josh went missing, I was expecting Josh to show up originally uh, back in the back in the day, a teenage me watching this. I was expecting Josh to be like, I don't know, hanging skinless from the trees yeah. or you know what I mean? Like something like something. So Maybe some, I thought he was going to be the, 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 the similar to the symbol or something. Exactly. There was never crucified there was never a monumental moment where they knew they were fucked don't get me wrong they, they had plenty of fucking like over fuckedness yeah but not like a uh you know unexplainable uh, yeah not unexplainable like as in again a body 
hanging. I don't know. I I, it's this, not like I remember. I remember thinking this. I think I wish. It's not like that moment that. in Predator where to see exactly uh, Jim what Hopper's I team. Yeah, ha, yeah, exactly what I thought. I was like, imagine if you come across a uh, Josh yeah. hanging. Like, of course, with his famous, like whatever chain he was wearing or whatever yeah, bracelet he was the, wearing. The car thing. Yeah, something that yeah. really was like something universally him yeah. and very him and probably someday distinguished early in the film yeah. that was he had a, a penchant for. Yeah. But anyway, um, Use the flannel shirt. I was expecting that, but there never was that. Use the flannel shirt. Yeah. yeah. It was wrapped. The bundle was wrapped in his That's it, shirt. even that. But they never did that. Um, mm. they, in fact, everybody died not expecting to die and the thing the real mind fucky bit of it yeah. was what happened to mike yeah in the minute or so no sorry not even the minute in the 20 seconds 10 seconds that he completely submitted he, he so like the, actually you know what this heart this for me this harkens back to the point you made that there was always an enchantment that's what i'm thinking because the more I think mike, about it. there was nothing as in i don't know like if i ran down into that basement and was like literally met by an ungodly creature you're fighting till you die i mean no but even i mean or i'm shitting myself on the ground it doesn't matter all i know is i, I like you know what even if it made demands of me i wouldn't end up going into the corner I, as in even just the fear yeah even just the fear it's it would, it would stick move, you to, it, it would like... stick you to your spot mm. but i wouldn't go and wait in the corner yeah, to, to be, be to, killed to, 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 to for somebody else to be murdered for me to be murdered yeah i know that that wouldn't happen it's not even like because I'm a badass. It's just like I could imagine shitting myself and freezing with yeah. fear before that would happen. Yeah. Or I could imagine myself at least trying to pick up something and try, like freaking out and having to be murdered yeah. because of the lack of cooperation. That's what I'm thinking. The more I so, yeah, like, it not, now that I'm thinking about it, it yeah. does actually speak to your. I think they're just enchanted walking, the entire time. They're just walking in circles. The, yeah. the, the witch is playing games with them. That's what I the think. The whole it is. time. The yeah. whole time. Like. I always That's the thing. And I always thought that. Um, I think actually they really fucked this up. I think in years gone by because they made like uh, the Book of Shadows. Yeah. Um. That they, and they made a sequel to it. Yeah, because they it. had um, um, set oh, the guy who made Spawn, um, Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane yeah. met and they sold a Blair Witch kind of a doll, a doll like a Blair Witch toy. Yeah. And uh, and it was like. Uh, no, we don't never, give. We should never know what it looks like. We should never know what it's the entire point. Yeah. In fact, it's never even in that original film. Uh, it's yeah. alluded. Sorry, I would say not alluded to. Of course, it is indefinitely alluded. Yeah. To. It's even described, but it's never touched upon. The camera literally falls like it was on a tripod. Yeah. Like it falls very cleanly to mm. the floor, and and uh, she's butchered from behind. You, you do not know what the. The, the witch looks like yeah. any more than anyone else in the world and that was the power yeah. of the Blair Witch yeah. for so long I thought it was such a fucking shit stain on its legacy this is what we're talking you were talking to me about recently about doing franchises and stuff and I was saying absolutely brilliant and we're going and we're going to do them they're definitely coming up but I always thought that some franchises bled themselves so much that I almost don't want to Yeah. and while this one didn't have like a fuck ton of films but when they actually said, like, oh, yeah, no, the Blair Witch just looks like this. It's a big, scary monster. Yeah. Like, fuck off, dude. The yeah. entire point of the Blair Witch is that was that you don't know. It it's, lives it, on through myth and Yeah, and it lives on. You don't know what the Blair Witch looks like anymore, and you know what God looks like. Yeah. It's actually outside of your purview yeah. of understanding. And anybody that ever seen it died to the country. And that's so fucking freaky. Yeah. 
That's so freaky. Yeah, exactly. What yeah. has that? Have you yeah. got anything that has that now? Because yeah. for years, until like 2016 or whenever, the book is It's like the whole thing. like Bloody Mary or Candyman or whatever. Yeah, but like, but I know, like, yeah. can you think of something in, in horror lore that we never saw? Like, again, the Babadook was always a famous one because it exists in kind of these like almost sporadic chopped images. So yeah. that may, might just be what you perceive But like, the Blair Witch, no, the, the camera was always facing the wrong yeah. way. It never caught, not even because it came up the behind glimpse it. of it. Yeah, and and the people who did see it, they were crazy old cool. And remember, they were in the car, and she was like, "Yeah, she also claims to be a uh, I can't remember like a, such 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 a type of scientist and such a type." Oh of, yeah, she was like a, a <clears throat> nuclear physicist or something. A nuclear physicist, yeah, yeah, that's right. But also, she was working on something. You know, it was a, a whole juxtaposition of, it was of kind crazy of, things. It was like she was a lunatic. Yeah, exactly. It was like she told one true story. And even if the rest of them are true, because... The oh, no, it's lost in the madness. Yeah, It's lost exactly. in the madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's kind of the best thing about Blair Witch, because your sources are so unreliable, seemingly, even though they could be reliable. Yeah, here you are. Yeah, here you are, exactly. And the thing is, though, like, because your sources seem so outlandish or unreliable, that you believe everything to be fake and to be false, and you keep putting yourself deeper and deeper into this situation because you believe I'm lost because we lost them. Uh, first, they're like, I'm lost because I was misreading the landscape. But I don't know this area. Second's like, oh, we're lost because Mikey lost the map. And then third, we're lost like because what the fuck? Like, where are we? Like, you know, that kind of way. And by the time they're, they kind of get to the stage, like, where are we? I think that's where they're like, they're in the house and they're dead. You know, that kind of way. I just think yeah. like uh, for the first portions of the movie, they're trying to explain everything. And I just think, like, by the time, uh, because they keep trying to explain everything, they keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. And the rose goes, like, oh, yeah, no, we're lost because, uh, oh, it's human error. I just don't know the area. Oh, no, we're lost. Mikey lost the map. We just don't have the map. That's how we're lost. And then and the reason they're lost is because you're I think, always, Yeah, well, you're always trying to put some logical spin on it. Exactly. And I think the reason they're lost is because they're under some sort of spell from the minute they knock on yeah. those rocks or some shit. But it's always like, again, it's one of these things that we're having this Maybe in the first night but, know, but imagine, we're 22 years there and I, uh, I don't I have, have all say, the answers. No, but I have to say that I'm leaning into your explanation mm. because of now, like, reviewing the film and having talked it out. Yeah. But at the same time, Again, at the same time, I love this thing where um, do you remember the suitcase in Pulp Fiction? Yeah, so people say it was a Marcellus Wallace's soul, especially because he had a he had a plaster on the back of his neck. Yeah, um, was it Marcellus Wallace's soul or something? And the fact is, I I don't know if if it was see, like again. I think there's some things that Harry Potter. I'm not a big Harry Potter guy, but people are like was this this or this this. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking like if I was the writer, I'm thinking, you know, I don't fucking know either. Yeah, as in that's the point. As yeah. in, it's whatever, if you can perceive it to be, and whatever the best argument is, you should go forward with. But at the same time, I'm not going to commit to any of it. Yeah. But I think you've met a, I, I think you've met a, a good argument, I'll give you that. Yeah, point. and that's just something I've kind of come to while we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, it makes so. more sense to me in the ultimate. Yeah. But again, like. It just the, reminded but me. But the people who, you know, when it was written, they kind of went, yeah, fuck, yeah. It, it's the rock. Um, Quentin Tarantino, like, yeah. fuck you. I don't know. Like what it is is you open the suitcase and fucking somebody says it just reminded it's me beautiful. of do you ever see the footage of back during Vietnam I think it's the British soldiers off their face and acid yeah and they're just stumbling through the the jungle and shit and it just reminded me them they always kind of look like they're out or something and to me it feels like that I think they're under the spell of something and the reason they keep walking in circles and it's probably the reason Mike kicked away the map is because he was like told to do it or possessed to do it or whatever probably the reason why Josh walked away when he didn't even realise it because he just probably like something came to the tent 
and just said to him, come with me. And he did. And I think that's the whole thing. Like, I think like the more I look at Blair Witch, it seems like they're completely under the influence of the Blair Witch. They're not just trapped in some sort of fairy ring. I think they're actually under the influence of the Blair Witch. The Blair Witch is just tying with them, walking them in circles, walking them in circles. How come they find the house all of a sudden? Because the Blair yeah, Witch yeah, wanted yeah. them to find the house. It's it was that, time. It was luring them in with Josh. It was time, yeah. So the whole point of Josh was Josh was bait. Josh was the lure. It, it, it does. Know? It makes me think of a cat or something. Yeah. And like it knows. Like let's just say when its prey is wounded. Yeah. Enough that it's it doesn't have them, to worry. Right? Yeah, it doesn't have to worry about it. Like like a cat knows that a rat is quite fast. Yeah. And blah blah blah. But now that it's lost a amount of blood or be broke the, yeah, a leg or something like that. But it simply so. doesn't have it. Yeah. Uh, and then you get to just kind of like snap at Look it at just, the MO yeah. of the Blair Witch kills children. So it likes weak victims. Yeah. Weak targets. So Josh it takes joy in that. Yeah, it sure. broke Josh mentally. As soon as Josh seen the slime and seen that he was targeted, whatever took a liking to Josh broke him mentally immediately. So Josh was the first one taken away. So he was the weakest of the tree mentally. Because yeah. he was broken. So the second one was taken away was Mike. Because Mike was broken, the third one was Heather because she was the leader of the tree. Them she needed to be taken out first. Yeah. Although I assume Josh was dead at this point. To be fair. Yeah. Well, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I think the Blair Witch. If you look at the Blair Witch or the Kidder or whatever that they speak about in the interviews, the mo is he likes to kill children. Yeah. So that's uh, uh, they call it um, puppy uh, love. Uh, no, <laughs> no, but they call it um, a low, low, um, low risk kill. Yeah. It's like when um, a serial killer kills a prostitute, they call it low risk. Because nobody might like, there's a chance yeah. that that prostitute has no extended family. Just looking for yeah, a prostitute for, versus a senator. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you want to run the gambit. Yeah. So, want, what, yeah. like a lot of serial killers that kill children is because of lower risk. They have a more uh, high probability of overpowering the weaker target or whatever, the weaker victim or whatever. I think Josh was weakened mentally. So I think maybe with the enchantment idea or whatever, it was able to say to Josh, "Come with me," and Josh just followed it willingly. Like, you know what I mean? Or not willingly, but you know what I mean? Without struggle. And then because Mike and Heather were a bit stronger, broke them mentally by using Josh as a lure, using Josh as bait, by constantly like torturing Josh with an earshot of them, break yeah. them down. Mike was slightly weaker. I, I feel like Josh was probably an echo of himself. I always felt that. Yeah. Because it wasn't the, the Blair Witch necessarily uh, mimicking. It was the Blair Witch echoing somehow, yeah. you know, because I think... Do you think, think it, the Blair Witch was making those sounds, not Josh? I think, no, I think the Blair Witch, I think it was like, inside of its power set i think the blair witch because it was stuff that i can imagine he would say because he yeah. wasn't saying like he could have been more like the size of a like uh mike i'm in a house uh yeah. close by you know, it well, was never you know, tortured, it was stuff know. you could imagine him saying yeah and it was able to take it and either mimic it because that's the type of creature it is yeah. or mimic it because that's the kind of power it has yeah but effectively the same thing yeah no i i think it was like just i think it was literally torturing josh I yes think that was josh and I just think that was using Josh as a lore. And I think slowly but surely it was whittling down to treat him yeah. and making him weaker and weaker. And I think that's why the whole enchantment thing was walking in the circles till they ran out of food. They were yeah. exhausted and broken mentally, then broken physically. And then all of a sudden, it's, when you hear Josh, it's slowly luring him to the house because yeah. that's where it wants to kill them. You know what I mean? I, I think now looking back on it, I think ultimately the bad guy was the Blair Witch. Oh. No, I think it was Heather. <laughs> because like, she didn't do the flash kick. Yeah, she didn't do the flash kick, and it was right there. It was right there. Like, it was right there. God, she could have done it off the like, stairs. The hours I put into it. <laughs> so I don't get Blair Witched. <laughs> and my parents would be like, Nods, and why are you doing backflips in the backyard? And I said, 
It's like you haven't seen the movie. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like I, the reason I'm doing this is to save your mother, save your father. Yeah. The fact that you're questioning me is kind of a little bit. Yeah, insulting. What, what if she comes at you from the side? I'm yeah, like, I, I feel like you just shit on everything I do. Yeah, it's like well, <laughs> yeah. you think I haven't seen Jurassic Park. You think yeah. I can't clever girl. Clever girl. Her. Yeah. Yeah, you think I can't clever girl her. Yeah, it's called. Averted flash kick. Inverted flash kick. Like, yeah. You know I mean? And that also took six months of training. I can remember you and Pai May. Yeah. Uh, before, right before Beatrix Kiddo came in, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's I'm historically sure accurate. That's what happened. Wait there. I'm checking my notes. Historically accurate. It yeah. Says, uh, checking my notes. The score is uh, historically accurate yeah. on, the, on that thing you looked at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on my, my notes. <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking, I got my producer in my ear and historically accurate historically yeah accurate. Yeah, accurate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think our very real producer would lie about that shit <laughs> card you're in my ear right <laughs> i hear you everywhere i go the future we're never alone <laughs> <laughs> but um no so like we talked about like um we ran through the three killings we gave our different kind of hypothesis for a lack of a better term about why they were lost in the woods of Burkittsville, how the witch was controlling them or how to use like use them against each other or whatever. We talked about the marketing campaign of the Blair Witch in part one of this uh, episode. So Noel, like it's 22 years later. I know it's got its detractors, but it's undeniable that the Blair Witch is a landmark movie. You, it's like not, like it's fair enough if you're not a huge Beatles fan, yeah. But you have to realize what spawned, yeah. And like fair enough if Beatles was the stuff that was even before Blair Witch, but like whatever, like Zeppelin, like anybody fucking... out there that says I'm a Paranormal Activity fan and says I don't like Blair Witch is a fucking idiot. Exactly. Yeah. As in you know, and and maybe if it wasn't the Blair Witch, maybe it would have been something else. But so, yeah. So yeah. it was the Blair Witch. Yeah. Like that's that's what happened. The Blair Witch in 1999 made it so that fucking people without a huge budget. Yeah. could make horror films and that's like, look, yes, look and it spawned in franchises where guys yeah. there, there are some directors out there now making bank because they were able to fucking launch their careers look, off the back of Blair Witch look at the, we should be grateful for fucking look Blair at Witch. the genre of horror right and look at the subgenres. you got slasher you got haunted film found footage yes it's right up there right up there with any of the oh, subgenres. Absolutely. demonic absolutely. possession whatever found footage is in your top five yes. I don't care whatever way you order them Found footage is such an important subgenre to horror nowadays. And as you said, it gives someone that has a small budget a chance to make a feature movie or whatever. And it gives the people like the guy that made, um, the guy Mika that made um, Paranormal Activity. If you don't have that found footage subgenre, and I know Blair Witch and the guys that made Blair Witch. Blair uh, Witch proved that, like somebody else might try it, but Blair Witch proved it could be done. Daniel Myrick and Eduardo Sanchez, right? The guys that wrote and directed Blair Witch. And like it, it just showed what you can do with very little. If you yeah. have a good imagination, if you're able to plot out a story in a sense that it doesn't need these grand scenes or grand moments to make it Agreed, believable. Yeah. And I just think like they didn't spawn a subgenre, but they definitely re- revitalized one. Yes. And I think that their mark on uh, cinema and horror is undeniable. And I think that uh, found footage is one of the mainstays of the horror genre. And I think it's going to keep going because it's so cheap to make and it's so accessible to filmmakers and debut filmmakers and stuff like that. And I just think that you can say what you want about Blair Witch when you look back about it, the quality of the movie might not be what you thought it was when you were a child or a kid. When you've seen it first, the impact it had on you then. But it's undeniable that the quality it had and the market made on horror, on cinema and pretty much filmmaking for the past 22 years. You know what I mean? Agreed. So, Noel, uh, do you want to get the fuck out of here?
Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, so, no, do you have anything else you want to say about the Blair Witch before we say goodbye you to know, all these fine I, folks? It, just, it birthed a lot, and I will never have a taken for it. I'll fight to the death for it. Even if a lot of it is aged and a lot of it's become tropey, a lot of it owns the tropes, it started the tropes. It invented and the tropes. And at that time, it was, you have to hold something to its own standard. Yeah. It'd be like going back to Jason and the Argonauts and shit on the special effects. They were amazing. Yeah. Cutting edge for its time. Cutting edge for its and time. And that's all you can ask. And also, it was the surface that the, whatever came next was based on. Yeah. And this was a surface. Yeah. And he you have to respect it for that yeah if nothing else you have to respect it for that yeah so like um will we get the fuck out of here all right no and all right folks this is the invasion of poly snatchers i hope you enjoyed this episode we went to burkesville went to fear street not too long ago we hope you enjoyed what we've been doing the last few weeks and um this is invasion of poly snatchers I haven't said this for a while but your one-stop shop for everything that goes chop 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 i'm your host vincent green he's your host Peace out, motherfuckers. No, John Tui in the his ass. Uh, Cut that out. All <laughs> of it. <clears throat> All right. See you next time, folks. Goodbye, motherfuckers.